Howdy folks, and welcome to another episode of Allergic to Silence. Today, we're going to talk to a very special guest, so all of you who've been good, and all of you who've been bad, brace yourselves, we're addressing the Lord Himself. Today's episode is definitely not for kids, and today we earn our explicit content rating. So I'm going to give a brief countdown for you to find something else to listen to in case this is not your cup of tea. Five, four, three, two, one, let's make some noise. So I'm sat here in the studio with someone who usually can't be bothered to answer a single call, an individual allegedly uh, possessed of endless omnipotence and omniscience and all that good stuff, who makes it a habit, when he reaches out, to do so in the most circuitous, unobvious, and borderline psychotic way possible. Today I'm talking to God. God, how are you? I'm Gucci, baby. Glad to hear it, glad to hear it. So I suppose the first question on my mind, on everyone's mind, is simply, what the fuck? I knew you'd ask that. Yeah, yeah, omniscience and all that shit, but for real, no. What the fuck? Have you been asleep at the wheel for the past couple millennia? Because I gotta say, it looks like nobody was in charge for at least the past decade. Economic uncertainty, elections that went dramatically askew, a whole-ass pandemic. What have you got to say for yourself? First of all, let me begin by saying I don't owe you a fucking thing. I was here first. Secondly, who are you to blame me for all that went wrong? You think I voted for Trump? You think I decided to eat a fucking pangolin or a bat or whatever the fuck caused COVID? Nope, not I. That was all on you folks. Oh, sure, sure. It's our fault because we have free will, right? Right? Isn't that the fact? You should be grateful for it, too. Well, that's just the first of several bullshit things you've said today, and have been saying for generations. First of all, if you know what's going to happen every moment of every day, how can there be the possibility of choice? Isn't it all laid out? Mm, perhaps, but I don't know that quite now. Wait, what? Oh, I can use my omnipotence to make myself forget or not know things. I do it all the time, actually. But why? For the same reason you used to get blackout drunk in your twenties. Sometimes you do things you regret and you'd rather not recall. Especially that thing you had with Liz. We're not bringing up Liz. Leave her out of it. She's a nice girl. Oh, she was on the naughty list that night. Okay, moving away from my questionable escapades. Why would you choose not to know things? Not knowing what's going to happen is thrilling, you know. Sure, I could tune in to find out what the Powerball numbers would be, or who wins the game, go birds, but there's not much fun in that. Well, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, you just told me the Eagles are winning the Super Bowl, but we don't need you to tell us that, that's in the bag. But is that... you're not fucking with me, right? They will win, won't they? Maybe, maybe not. Ineffable, really. F something. Whatever. Look, 
I think I speak for everyone when I say it's not asking too much to get a little verification you actually exist, a little proof that you're real. Is that unreasonable? Have you ever seen the President of the United States? What? Yeah, he's on television all the time. But have you seen him up close? Well, no. I did go to a rally for John Fetterman, though. Biden was there. So was Obama. Yeah, but you were in the nosebleed seats. That could have been anybody in a mask. You've never met them. But there is evidence that they exist. Come on, man. You're trying to compare television and news articles to, to what exactly? The wisdom of semi-literate goat herders? Can you herd goats? No. Not so wise, then. And anyway, how I choose to communicate is how I choose to communicate. I am that I am. Some people prefer headlines. Some people prefer sacred images burned into slices of toast. Yeah, I never understood any of that. That or the whole burning bush thing. Pardon? The, the, uh, the, the, burn, the burning bush? The burning bush that you used to speak to Moses way back in the day? Oh, well, I did command Moses, but I had nothing to do with the bush. But it's in the Bible. So's a lot of other shit I didn't say. I can't be blamed what folks wish I had said. Look, Moses was wandering around in the desert after he murdered that guy and hid his body in the earth. People overlook that little detail, but Moses was a stone-cold killer. Anyway, he stumbled onto a burning bush and started hearing voices. I'm not sure what kind of bush it was, but... There's no way in hell you're telling me that Moses got high. Why wouldn't he? It was the desert. What else is there to do? You don't even have enough water to make sandcastles. That whole part of the world has always loved hashish. Was it Kush at least? Mm, well, I don't know, but I'm going to guess it was skunkweed, since there weren't that many cultivars back then. Are you going to ask me anything of substance, or are you going to keep prattling on about things that don't matter? Fine, fine. Let's talk some big topics. Free will. So, we alluded to this earlier, but it's a question that concerns almost everyone. Do we have free will? Consider the ramifications of the implication that we don't. If we do not have free will, then nobody is really responsible for their actions, right? And if we do have free will, to what extent? If we have free will, how does it follow that everything happens according to your plan or schemes? Well, first of all, free will doesn't really exist. I never said it did. Choice exists. But people are going to do what people are going to do no matter what. Sometimes they do good things. Sometimes they do bad things. Always they do human things. You know, I, I, I don't know that I agree with that at all. Okay, you don't agree. But when did you choose not to agree? Could you choose to do otherwise? You might say you agree, but you don't mean it. You just said that we don't have free will, but we do have choice. What's the difference? Ah, okay, you're getting hung up on semantics. Okay, suppose I offered you a choice. I'll hack off your left hand or your right. You cannot choose not to decide which to lose or I'll take both. What's the decision? First off, you ain't taking shit from me. You've already taken enough in my life. I only meant it as a thought experiment. That's not free will. That's choice, sure, but that's being coerced and bullied into doing something you don't want to do. I mean, you've done that a lot, but that's a shitty example, Lord. 
It's remarkable to me that you think life is any different. All you have are choices, and most of them are different degrees of bad, and the best lives happen despite the setbacks and not because of them. They're the outliers, the unusuals. So, left or right? Fuck you, take both then. And that's a choice, too. See, when I set that tree in the Garden of Eden, I put every progenitor of every species in there, all the fruits, all the beasts, all the everything, in one beautiful place. It was kind of like a theme park, but even I couldn't have thought that shit up. People willingly subjecting themselves to high-gravity roller coasters that begin with breakfast finding its way back up your throat? No thanks. Okay, fine, but how about this? What did you threaten Adam and Eve with? Death. But until they ate that fucking apple, death didn't exist. Imagine threatening someone with something they fundamentally cannot understand. That's just the apex of cruelty. You threatened them with something, and they didn't understand what it was. What's more, you lied. The serpent was the only one that told them the truth. For fuck's sake, this insufferable little dweeb reads letters from the earth one time, and suddenly he's Mark Twain. Look, I didn't say they'd be smote by lightning or anything. I said they'd surely die. And are they around now? Nope. So if they left the apple alone, they would have avoided death? I don't get why there's such a harsh penalty for knowing what makes something good and what makes it evil. Who decided that? You did. And why? I mean, every time everyone pisses you off, it's damnation this, damnation that, everlasting suffering, sorrow. If people do this, if humans do this, we arrest them. I will admit I was kind of an asshole when I was growing up, yeah. I really do regret that. That's kind of why, after the whole debacle with Mary, I decided to hang it up. What? Oh, you know, the whole God thing. But you're still God. Yeah, but I've been retired for a while. I mean, you said it yourself. Look around you. Does it look like any of this was stewarded by a divine intelligence? I'll be frank with you. I'm not that smart. If I know anything, it's because I've stuck around a little longer, and that's it. Everlasting to me is nothing. It's basically time out. It's a matter of perspective, and I didn't really have much when I was making you all. Well, you knew enough to make the punishments and the rewards. Oh, and mentioning rewards? Let's talk about the ultimate goal. Heaven. All right, now let's talk about the only reason anybody actually gives a shit about your book of fables and bad advice. Where did you get the idea for heaven anyway? Well, I was thinking to myself, what would be the best of all possible worlds? And it just so happens, at the time, I thought the best of all possible worlds was one filled with sycophantic yes-men who adore and praise me. Real humble, Lord. Not my best moment, true, but it's better than doing that dumbass duck-lip thing women did in the MySpace era. Frankly, people accuse me of poor planning, but I have nothing on that. It just seems to me that a world where you're supreme leader and everyone has to worship you, it's kind of boring, you know? Moreover, when you look at heaven, it's always so tacky, man. Like, streets paved with gold? Do you know how soft gold is? Well, I made it, so yes, I know. But I don't seem to recall ever having claimed that. People asked for it, so I gave it to them. But it wasn't in the original mission statement. You had a mission statement? Yes, I did. It was pretty brief. Try. 
That's it. One word. Try. Uh, well, you could have tried harder, I think. Oh, I agree. Hence the whole flood, but that was less a thing of concerted and deliberate effort and more me having a bit of a tantrum. You flooded the earth for a month and killed nearly everything on the planet. Just a real bad tantrum. I'm beginning to see why Lucifer got sick of you. On that topic, let's consider something else. The whole war in heaven thing. Oh, great. Yeah, that was not our finest moment. What was Lucifer like? I mean, was that intended to be allegorical, or is it literal? Quite literal. So anyway, Lucifer was our proudest son. Jesus wasn't around at the time, so there wasn't much competition, but still, Lucy was a good kid. A little headstrong, a little brash, but that just means he took after his dad. Anyway... Wait, 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 wait a minute. That was... Now, that was two times in short order that you called Lucifer your son. Do you mean... Don't read too much into it. I call everyone my children. Anyway, there he was, with a list of demands about how I was running the place. What a little shit. I told him to get out and mind his own business, just go back to being the shining light. But he wasn't content with that, no... He goes and corrals all the principalities, the justices, all the choirs of angels, and tries to unionize. Unionize? Yes, that's what I said, unionize. They wanted fairer delegation of responsibilities and all that. I thought I'd given them enough with the Sabbath, but nope, they wanted more, more, more. Ingrates, all of them. I put light in their eyes and life in their lungs, but they always come back with more, more, more. So that was one part of the problem. When did it become a war, though? Well, war is maybe a simplification. What happened was that Lucifer got his sword as a purely symbolic gesture, and I understood what he was going for. But Michael... Ugh, Michael was even more hot-headed, but half as bright. He saw that sword and went full Karen. You think you can pull the sword on my dad? Just the whole thing was a misunderstanding, but Lou, he wouldn't let that shit slide. Michael stepped up, Lou met him, and got his ass kicked. I respect it, but boy, he got beaten that day. I remember this. Michael cast Lou down to, I mean, cast Lucifer down to hell. But that also just kind of begs the question, doesn't it? Why did hell even exist? Oh, I thought it might be neat, you know. Kind of like how Picasso started out very formal, then turned to cubism. I started out with glittering paradise and then decided, let's make the opposite for a laugh. I didn't actually intend for it to be used. So how did it end up being the repository for everybody who ever did something deserving of everlasting punishment, along with all those others who committed the grievous sin of eating pork? I mean, damn, what is with your obsession about telling people what to eat? And more than that, why does the Covenant demand slicing your genitals? You mean the whole circumcision thing? Yes, that's exactly what I mean. Why? Why make that a marker of loyalty? That one was Abraham. I had nothing to do with it. I mean, obviously, I think the foreskin is fine. I made it. I thought it looked like a little hood, you know? Maybe you can pop out the head and play peekaboo with yourself if you're bored. You know, make it versatile. But that half-mad jackass said, no, no, we're going to prove how loyal we are. We're going to slice our dicks. 
I didn't get it, but everyone went along. It's about the time I really wondered if a second flood wasn't justified. First, because Abraham was dumb enough to suggest it, and second, because everyone else was dumb enough to go along with it. Fucking silly, man. I'm, I'm getting exhausted. Look, there's a lot of people by the end of all this who might be praying for my everlasting soul, so I suppose I should ask, do you hear prayers? Do you hear traffic? Well, yeah. Why? You hear traffic while you're driving or while you're in the office. Maybe if you pay attention to it, sure. But after a while, don't you just kind of let it become part of the background? If you look at pictures of the cosmic background radiation of the universe, you'll see what I hear. So much noise. Everybody crowding each other out, clamoring for their petty needs to be addressed, cluttering up my brain with solicitations to give admittedly undeserving sinners a reprieve, as though they individually should get a better hand than anyone else. I hear the prayers. I just haven't got the strength to try and answer them. It's exhausting. It's so exhausting. So the short answer is no. You don't answer prayers. Occasionally I do, but then the next thing you know, someone's being locked up in a mental institution because they're hearing voices. Couldn't you just address everybody all at once? I mean, this interview was easy enough to do. I work in mysterious ways. I didn't answer a damn thing I asked you. Stay mad about it. I just don't get it. You have this omnipotent power, this endless supply of energy, but you also have the temperament and disposition of a child. You could make things better in a snap, but you don't. Most of the times I tried to make things better, it only ended up making a mess. I sent my son to die for mankind's sins, and, well, that didn't turn out well, did it? Two millennia of misery inflicted by people most trusted to spread the good news. So if I yield or refrain from the duties of my position, it's because the mistakes have a consequence far bigger than anything you're acclimated to. Yeah, you know what? I feel like if I had that much power, I could do it properly. I could definitely do this better than you could. You're not the first to say that. This is, this is too much. L l let's wrap it up. Let's conclude by giving you the final word, so to speak. Is there anything you would like to say to people who might be listening? Well, first off, this podcast sucks, so maybe ten people will hear it. But fine, I'll stake my piece. People, I gave you ten rules, and most of them could be ignored. If you really need to be told not to steal or not to murder, then you are a terrible person. Nobody should need to be told to avoid this kind of misbehavior. Happily, it isn't my fault. I surrendered control a long time ago because intervening was painful. It was awful. It was hard. And the older I get, the more I watch you, the more uncertain I am that creation was the correct thing. I could unmake it and start over, but I'd probably make the same mistakes. Live your lives as though it's the only one you have, because it may as well be. Eons of silence preceded your birth, and eons of silence will follow. While you are here, make some noise. Make a bad world better. Go be a light in the dark. When you see someone suffering, don't offer your thoughts and prayers alone. A thought won't clothe a naked man. A prayer won't feed an empty stomach. 
If the only reason you believe anything is for some kind of reward or a fear of punishment, then you are unworthy of heaven. If you obey to get into heaven, then you can be bought. If you kneel for fear of hell, you can be cowed. Neither sort has a home in whatever follows after. Assume I am not there. Assume the sky is filled with constellations and nothing else. When you die, you're dead, you're gone, and all that remains of you is your memory and other people's skulls, and even then, that will one day go away. There will come a time when all the matter in all the universe dies. The constituent subatomic particles that constitute all your everything will rip apart. There will be a timeless infinity of cold. Time that isn't cold, that is immeasurable because there is no warmth against which to compare it. But that's a long ways off. For now, you are here. And while you are here, be just, be kind, and be patient. Be all the things I'm not. Your God is a jealous God, and I am jealous most of the capacity to change. You all have that. I made a thing I can never be. And yes, I am jealous of that. If I may conclude, then permit me to say just this. Be worthy of my envy. Wow. That was... That was not at all what I was expecting. I knew you'd say that. Oh, for fuck's sake. Ladies, gentlemen, this has been an interview with the Lord. Until next time, stay loud. Thank you.